You know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Yeah. Shout out to the homie Brick City Grizz. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. You are now listening to the All Dressed Up Podcast, Eddie Podcast Live, every other Sunday at 9 p.m. I am half of your host, K-Dizzle DC, and to my right, the man, the myth, and the legend continues. Tell them who you are, baby. Tell them who you are. Man, it's your man. Can't ever get a parlay right. Half streams. <laughs> one game short. Half one shot short. Have streams, man. You know what, man? Shout out to the underdogs, like your boy K Dizzle says, because I'm an underdog. <laughs> <laughs> and I need love, man. But look, if you're out here, man, if you're joining us, man, while the Bills and the Giants somehow have a primetime slot again, I don't know who they I'm not watching that game. Who they pay, K Dizzle? I don't know. I don't know who they pay. They got Tyrod Taylor on the national stage tonight. <laughs> No, what they did was they thought they were going to be good last year, and we see what happened. They did the same thing. Didn't they do that with the Bears last year, I think? Oh, man. 17 uh, games in prime time. Hey, Melinda, what's going on? What's up, Melinda, man? Shout out. Rick Rick City, man, shout out to you, too, because I see you on uh, Twitch doing your thing, and you always got some real nice content out there. So thanks for joining us, man. Melinda, we love you. Enough said. Sorry, Giants. Sorry, Eagles, too, man. We'll get to it. Hey, look, Jermaine's in the build too. Everybody is coming in early. And here's, here's, all right. Are we going to do this NFL thing like right fast or how we want to do it? How you want to act? You know what? We're not going to do nothing. (laughs) We want to do tonight, man, because it's the K Dizzle and Have Stream show, man. It's the All Dressed Up podcast. And we live, man. Do what you want, man. Oh, God. I didn't get a parlay right, but I'm feeling good tonight. Love you. We love you. Look, man. Let's knock this out right now because it's a it is a week of shockers. We didn't think everybody would fall. Hearst is doing his best Sam Howell impersonation. <laughs> I'm gonna Leave Sam Howell out of it this week. No, 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 Sal. This is we're gonna. T- you know what? I got one more comment that I'm gonna take from. Right. <laughs> and we're gonna eviscerate Jalen Hurts because I'm almost there. I'm almost getting to that point. I'm almost getting to that point where I'm I'm not. I'm not big on Jalen Hurts, man, but go ahead, K-Dizzle. The only reason you're not big on Jalen Hurts is because you, you lost out on some money you thought you had in the bag. Everybody thought, you know, it was... it was. You a PlayStation 5 prematurely. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Don't, don't... When you start seeing your lights turn green on FanDuel, don't start buying shit <laughs> until you cash out. This man this man went out and spent un, undeclared funds. Right to the game being over. Exactly. Right to the game being over. Now, let's get to it, man. So, this is podcast. We live tonight. We're going to talk about a lot of shit tonight. Um, we're not just going to stick on to the NFL, but we are going to be jumping around. There's been a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm going to go ahead and eviscerate the Eagles. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before, we do, before we do that. Wait a minute. Not only shout out to the underdogs, we do have a special guest tonight. And I do remember, let's get it right. I know we're coming in hot. They did want to come in and they wanted to talk about the sports, right? 
They want to be a part of that. They're they're definitely going to be a part. Of definitely going to be a part of that. I knew that, and I'm, and I'm looking in the background. Yeah, and it's like before you let your guests come in the house, I got to get a few of my hollers and screams out at you. Okay. Before I let the guests in, get your hollers because you're not getting off the hook for this loss, K. Dizzle. I'm not. I'm not trying to. And your favorite Fat Boys podcast is joining us shortly, man. So shout out to these guys. They're great. Um, we're gonna talk about them in a second, but. How do you lose this game with Zach Wilson, man? I know you I know you're not expected to go 16 and no. I know this. I was expecting. But what's up with him out there looking like what up, Josh? I mean, the drop pass is a one thing. Mm-hmm. But he's it's something up with Jalen Hurts. Like he's he's just, he's indecisive for me, man. I'ma tell you, and we have I've seen this from week one. Uncertain. I've seen this from week one, right? I think it has two things to do with. The new offense that they're trying to install, and two, um, Jalen well, well, Hurts trying to go for the home run ball. Oh, he's oh he's playing he's playing buddy ball, trying to get it to his to the homies. And I think he's overthinking a lot of stuff that he's doing. Um, even on that last third down play, when he shuffled two times before he let the ball go, that gave the opportunity for the Jets defense to pull up on him and break it out. But I mean, look. Everybody's attacked to a bad game. We beat ourselves. I don't think necessarily the Jets beat us. I will always, I will live and die by that. Now, at San Fran and that the Browns game, the Browns did beat the 49ers. I will give them that. Um, but the Browns yeah. have a good defense, man. Like let's let's just call a spade a spade. The Browns have a great defensive line, and they brought that pressure to Brock Purdy all day. Oh man, so he got paid. Now he ain't want to play no more. Yeah. I'm you, man. No, that ain't yet. That ain't yet. Oh, don't come from a don't come from the homie like that. He ain't sus. We're gonna come back to sports because I know get your little rant off. But uh, right, so look before before we start going crazy tonight, come yeah. on in. Yeah, go ahead. Y'all, y'all know we live. We got the your favorite fat boy podcast in the building. They get ready to join us. So we're gonna talk some shit tonight. We're gonna talk about some sports. I got Jada Pinkett. Oh, well, whoa. On a docket. I'm not going in. I'm just letting people know what we're talking about today. Everybody knows we're going to talk about that. We wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't talk about that. Okay. Um, But let me do this here. Let me see. Fat Boys, what's up? I'm going to pull you in to see if your cam is working or we got it all. Let me see if we got some audio there. You got some audio? Audio! Audio, yo! No, not yet. All right. Look, we'll be able to see you in the background once you have all your stuff together. We'll pull you in, man. Appreciate you. But look, half. Now, I would say, I will say this, too, because a couple of my friends asked me, too, if I wanted to go see Dave Chappelle. He was in D.C. over the past week. Um, I didn't necessarily go. Wifey don't care for him. So he was like, nah, you know, I ain't, you know, I pick and choose my battles at that point. But talk about your experience today. Let me tell you, man, I don't know what to say. If you're not a Dave Chappelle fan, I can't relate. <laughs> I've been a Dave Chappelle. And, you know, I'm not really fanish, man. I'm not really fanish, but. You know, it's one of those moments, man. Me and wifey got tickets last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's Lincoln Theater, so I really thought right, into it, it was going to be a good show mm-hmm. because it's more intimate. It's like our historic DC theater, you right. know what I'm saying? Where it's kind of like gives you an Apollo feel. And when we got there, like the crowd's jumping, you got people working the crowd, getting us excited. Like, yeah, you know, it's a DC show. It's a it's a Netflix special, so. Get your drinks now. Hurry up. Get down there. If you get up and have to go to the bathroom, you ain't getting back in. So I'm getting nervous. I'm like, oh, shit. 
you know, they're passing out the little pouches for us to put our phones and yeah, yeah. watches in. So I'm like, oh man, we're about to see something in store, babe. You know what I mean? Like this is this a good one. So man, we go in, cameras everywhere. We sit down. Man, we gotta be like 20, 30 feet away from Chappelle, man. Okay. And when the guy first off, let's talk about how much love he showed DC because the lineup was star studded. Yeah. Like opening up. I missed the first act and I apologize because I'm sure they were great. The second act was Lunell. Okay. Lunell, one of the most legendary, not even just female comedians, but comedians in the history. Right. And then you had your boy Earthquake. Oh. So to get Lunell and Earthquake before you even get Chappelle, man, the tickets were definitely worth the money. Chappelle comes out, shuts it down, bro. I heard they had a little heckler there. Nah, you know, I don't think he was on my show. Okay. My show, we gave him a lot of love. I know the stage manager came out and announced, like, right before he went on, like, no heckling, because they were doing a 7 o'clock show and a 10 o'clock show. Right, right. And it was packed to the team, man. So just, you know, long story short, man, he told jokes. Like, I went out there, like, you know, not necessarily hoping it was going to be funny, but just, like, I was hoping he really wasn't going to be on his preaching shit. Yeah. Like, I wanted to see Chappelle telling some jokes. And that's what he did, man. You know, shout out to Dave. He gave DC a show uh, towards the end. Mm-hmm. He had, uh, called out for an encore and was like, man, I'm about to go get me a cigarette. I want y'all to go crazy for Netflix, for the cameras. When I come back, man, we going to get it in. And sure enough, my man went, got him a cigarette. I'm not going to give away the jokes, man. You, you guys definitely got to check out the special. I'm, I'm sure it's probably going to come out within the next two months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Great show, man. I give it a, a strong nine out of ten. Nice. Nice, nice. Strong nine out of ten for my man Chappelle. Nice. So shout out Chappelle, bringing it home and, and doing this thing, having a great show. I, I heard nothing but great things about it. So, you know, we we look forward to seeing that. And glad you glad you shared that, man. Because I've heard a couple of different things on the shows. I heard there was one uh, with my homie went to, and there was a heckler, and they just went ham on her um, for like an hour, and then did a whole extra hour set after that after they kicked her out. So, you know, he's he's. He's known for that, known for taking care of the city and taking care of his people and people who buy the tickets to come out to the show. So, nah, phenomenal experience, man. Like, I highly rate it if you haven't seen Chappelle. Hopefully, you get you a good one. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, the man does a lot of shows, man. You know, so I'm sure there's a few off ones here and there, but had a great time, man. So, thanks, wifey, for, for joining me. For Shizzle. For Shizzle. Shizzle, exactly. Man, what's good, chat, man? Put up the number, K Dizzle. We're going to talk about some stuff tonight. Put up the number. Early out here. Wait a minute, Clarence. Put the number yeah, up, man. Yeah. As the chat rules do. Together over there, man. 301-857-1757 is the phone number. 301-857-1757 is the phone number. Let me pull you guys in and see if we got it again. I see you, fat boys, in the background. I see it hanging. I don't see anything on the screen or I don't see, hear anything. Can you hear me? Africa. Not yet, man. But look, if you log out, log back in, make sure have send in the link again and see if we get everything working with them so we can bring them on. But 301-857-1757 is the phone number here. Um, let's really start. Let's let's dig into this. Okay. Let's let's um let's go ahead and talk about your girl. Okay. Go ahead and talk about your girl of the night, your boo thing. Um I'll be going in on Jada early. Going in on Jada right now. All right. Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay, so. So your girl Scoop Ball's out here still running her mouth, man. (laughs) Still running her mouth. And she is the talk of the town. 
If you don't know who she is, we talking about Jada Pinkett, Alcina Shakur Smith. <laughs> and I ain't even trying to be on no gossip shit, man, but it's ugly. It's like cringe, man. She's still coming out there talking crazy. Um, you know, if you've been under a rock, Tupac's murders back in the news, they're talking about, you know, indicting some people on that. But, you know, it's Jada Pinkett time. You know, she, she's ready to keep on dancing in the end zone on Will Smith and celebrating. So what did she say exactly? Do you know exactly what she said? What didn't she say? Well, I, know, I know she said that her and Will Smith have been separated um, since 2016. Let's talk about that first. <clears throat> so they've been separated since 2016, right? Hmm. Um, and she says um, uh, they've been seeing other people. And what was the other thing that she said? Um, well, she denied the gay rumors and like the open marriage rumors. Okay. But she did talk about, you know, the fact that they really weren't together. Mm -hmm. They haven't been like in a committed, I guess, you know, monogamous marriage since 2016, which goes to tell you, like, I can't be mad at like the whole brand thing. Like, obviously, they're, they're a package deal. And especially with her, like, Jada Pinkett, I think, knows her relevance really comes off of Will Smith. I mean, I hate to say it like that. You know, she's definitely had a career. I'm not going to just shit on her, but they've made their combo their brand. And to come out and say you're separated in 2016, was it necessary? Probably not. I'm not mad that they didn't come out and say that they were separated. Well, she got, he's on a book tour right now. Exactly. So, so now it's capitalized and it seems like, hey, Dizzle. So go ahead, go ahead and, uh, and touch on because I think it's like, you know, it's convenient right now that you got a book coming out called Worthy. Chris Rock just got slapped. Chris Rock just got slapped and allegedly he was trying to take Jada out. Is that the, I, is that the name of the book, Worthy? Worthy, bro. Wow. So I heard Chris Rock must have found out. Shorty ball head ass just wanted to take She scoop ball cash, Bandicoot. I'm trying to tell you. So I think. You know, they was rocking, doing their thing. Mm -hmm. I think a few, you know, celebrities knew that they weren't all the way in because, it's you know, it's Hollywood. Had to be. Um, I think that there was more to that slap. I think Chris Rock took a shot at Jada. Mm. I think that it's coming out now that he did try to swoop in and holler at her on the outs while she was taking a break from Will Smith. And maybe some shit came out. And maybe Chris Rock probably, you know, I'm going to draw some conclusions. Maybe it didn't go. The way he planned for it to go, so he made some jokes, and Will Smith ain't like that shit. Here's the problem. Here's the big problem, and with that is, if you are, yeah, she's still married to him on paper, still cheating since 2016. Here's the big problem. Okay, um, the fact that if you made a decision to separate in 2016 and go this long without making it final and having a divorce. That goes to show that there's more to it than just that. Because he, if you, both of, both of them equally have their own careers. We know Will Smith's career is way bigger. Right. So the only reason you would stay in that, in that situation is because you don't want to lose what you have. More so on Jada's side than on Will's side. Well, that's also, let's call a spade a spade too, man. Like, you're, you're, you're the it black couple in Hollywood. You've been Will and Jada 
which is like synonymous with Martin and Gina. You know, Martin and Gina was a fake, fictitious relationship, but they're the real relationship that we looked up to in Hollywood. I hate to sound corny, but a lot of people do. But if it's not working, you can be honest in Hollywood and say it's not working. You can't, you you can't, you can't. But if you don't, you have to be able to deal with the repercussions when shit start to get public. That's the same way you deal with the repercussions when you get a divorce. You got it. The only way you stay in that type of situation for that long is it's only because it's a toxic one. So there's no way. So right? you think she got stuck? You thinking you thinking she got stuck in a relationship? Well, I think he, I think she uh, kind of went to. I think she kind of buried him into it. It may have been a point where she was um, shaming him to stay within it, because or she he was shaming her one or the other. We don't know. I mean, well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the other elephant in the room because I've never experienced. I mean, how many elephants can you fit in one room? <laughs> but, but yeah, she cashed. She went from tasteful to just straight attention seeking. See, the reason why a lot of the fellas are jumping on a case is because we looking at like how much work we imagine Will Smith put into this relationship. I mean, we just imagine it. We don't know for real. We don't know shit. We don't know what he does around the house. But we just thinking, man, that's Will Smith. This motherfucker made it in the apocalypse. Yeah. By himself, he is legend. Yeah. Did you see him and his dog? <laughs> I mean, the man put in a lot of work in this relationship. For her to still be talking about Tupac as candid as she does, no married man will appreciate it. But, you know, I mean, this guy, I've never seen a person have so much talk about them after they have died. It's been so much conversation about this man. It, look, man, no, look, people stay in certain relationships for certain financial reasons. Right. Some people just stay. They stay together because it's cheaper to stay together or they stay together for the kids or they stay together because neither neither one of them wants to leave. And and in this situation, you have both of them that have that have money, that have income, that have lives that can survive on their own outside of each other. And so why would you stay within that realm and pretend for an entire seven years to act like? You're in a relationship. And finally, when you go on a book tour, say, hey, no, we're not, because I'm probably going to say it in the book. Why would you stay together for seven plus years? Because they're still married. They're still married. Why would you? Why would you, as one person in the in the relationship, subject yourself to that whole situation when you know you can do you can do your own thing? When you know you have every opportunity to do your own thing. That don't, it just doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't make sense to me. And so it got to be it got to be a point where one person was shaming the other or or um, or one person was just putting the press on the on the other to, to stay within it. But All right. So even with that being said, Jesus, phone where, where is the Tupac shit going to come to a head, man? Like forget August Alcina. Like forget August Alcina. They had a break. They had a break. Nah, because she's saying. Imagine, imagine your wife separated, but you have a sign of papers. It's talking about her soulmate. Mm. It, it just don't sound good, man. And then you're on a book tour, and you want to keep mentioning mentioning this dead rapper as your soulmate. It's crazy to me. You know, it's crazy to me. He's my soulmate. I've been single for real since 2016. Buy my book worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Buy my book worthy. It's it's just a it's just an absolute good show. That's the only way that I can really describe, you know, what it is and and 
for it to continue. I'm just surprised that, you know, Will Smith has agreed to stay in that in that type of uh, toxic situation for all the things for all the things that he's great at. You know, maybe this is one of the things which he's not so great at. So uh, she's <laughs> like Asian doll talking about it's just just wild, bro. This is just really wild. And for her to come out and do that, I mean, you got a lot of people that are turning saying, okay, we see who the real issue is, you know, um, and she might just take that villain role in order for her to succeed in the book sales. And hopefully uh, Will figures it out or Jada figures it out and they get up out of that, you know, from the given, ooh, you know, she may not have ever loved that man. Uh, Does she ever love him? How, how can she... How can she have ever really loved him if her soulmate was on her back of her mind every day, all day? I even heard, exactly, let that man rest. I even heard she had her kids writing letters to him. It's just a, it's just such a terrible situation for for uh, anybody. At this point, you know, did, did Daddy do Will a favor? I, did, did he do Will a favor? I haven't. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, Will out here just trying to live his life, jumping off buildings, trying to get his thing, get his life together. Um, you know, doing doing his bucket list, and she out here just just marinating in his money. <laughs> she marinating in his money. I don't know. I don't get it, bro. But that's that's enough of talking about uh, talking about Jada Pinkett, narcissistic myth. Well, you know, we trying to we trying to buy some more time for. Our guests to join us. They're still yeah. out the camera, um, but you know there was some other stuff going on. We obviously had her book tour. Um, we're gonna have your favorite fat boys. Hopefully, get up in here so they can talk some sports. I know they wanted to rap with us on some sports. Sure, that's what we're leaving. That we're leaving that hello open. Then let me do this while while we're doing that. I am going to sit here and post one thing that we're getting back to, and I'm gonna put the link in the chat so you guys have it. You guys go to it, okay? Go to it. And add it to your list. This is the Sleeper Spotify playlist, my guy. Man, one of my favorite things. Spotify playlist. We got away from this for a while because we kept getting DMCA on all of our YouTube YouTube uh, uh, YouTube live joints. But we're coming back to it. We don't care. You know, I'll, we'll figure out how much the license costs when we get to it. Man, the thing that brings everybody together is music, man. And when you go to your Sleeper. You know, that, you, that you play when you got your sleeper that you play and you want everybody else to you know find out what you want cranking this is where you can do it man and this is this is all songs that may not may or may not be mainstream i know for a while hef was was digging in the mainstream <laughs> digging in the mainstream these are songs you may or may not know that are hot songs that you need to add to your playlist and it can be original it can be original it's cool it's original too, but it's uh good quality stuff but look you want to go first? I think you should go first. Man. I'm going to put you there first. I'm going to go. I'm telling you, you should go first. Go ahead, go ahead and play it, man. So, hold on. You got to introduce your joint. Who, you know what? Since, since we're getting back to the <laughs> 80 people playlist, man, let's get back to how we used to do things, man. It's on Spotify. Is it on iTunes or just Spotify? Uh, it's on It's on, um, It's on. on Spotify. Just Spotify. It's on Spotify. Shout out to my man, Gator. My guy, Roland Leonard, who I interviewed for the Climbback series. If you haven't seen that, check out Half Streams on YouTube. My man, Roland, put me on the CEO trail, man. <laughs> I like my, you know, I like my rap when they talking that shit, man. 
and he asks everybody to pardon his player on this track. So pardon our player. Uh-huh. I'll let you check out my sleeper, CEO Trail. CEO Trail is pardon my player. Pardon my player. I'm already, my I'm already smiling, baby. Let's go. Let's get back. <laughs> let's get back. Let me put this on the screen real quick and let's play it out. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's this sleep talk with the player. One on one. Yeah. Hey, I'm playing my player. You can't sleep talk, just sleep talk. Say he's player, people short. Like when back door used to be a sport. Sport, the bro on lockdown. Say he made a knife from out of four. I tell him, Mimi, they the door. Yeah, these street niggas down here, the tour. Everybody got pee. Saint Laurent P, I don't like a mirror P. Call not no Cherokee. Made back when I black to see. She say I need therapy. P say she ain't sharing me. That day I just got one bitch. I wanna be there to see. P I M P, verified on the net and the street. With the blue script, CEO Trail, my man. That's gonna be on the list. That's gonna be on the list. We getting it there. We getting it there. Okay. Now we party. Erica's in the building. What's up, Erica? Erica's in the building. What's up, Erica? Why can't I see the chat up there? Wrong with my life. I'll pull it back in for a second. But look, on, fat boys, get that right. camera together. Get camera and stuff together. Okay. So I'm on a different path. Y'all know me. I'm laid back. I'm chill. I'm an R&B dude. All right. I'm a sometimes, man. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, but most of the time. So my ADU sleeper tonight is by a young lady named Nia Sultana. She's got another. I joint here, but this is one of her sleeper joints. Let, let me pull it up. It's called uh, "Don't Now Don't Trip" because it's a long ass thing. Some feelings never go away. Uh, this is some R and B. What's up? What's up? All right, let me go ahead and pick, play that in there. If the show was a competition, I'd win. Forever your favorite But I've grown out of ever trying to play The role as the night a tight chick So the moment they start slipping this clip But I can't lie, you remind me Of a time I wasn't like this So now they gotta check every box on my lips Never let my eyes be something to play Do give me the feeling I was asking too much So I disappeared, I went and I bossed up All of a sudden you were things the way you were Oh, okay, okay I like you make me want to go back in my R&B bag. Right? <laughs> so I see where we gonna go back. We gonna go back. We gonna go back on that. Forget all the DMCA's. DMCA's on YouTube. We don't care. We get hit for that. We got. We got to watch it though. We might edit that out. But look, check them out. They're going to be on our ADU sleeper list via Spotify. We put that link up. I'll put it in the chat again. Uh, you'll see. It. Listen to go listen to us on Spotify. Just look it up. ADU sleepers. You'll find that playlist, and you'll see all the other ones that, that we put on that with dope. Uh, but yeah, shout out to CEO Trail, shout out to Nia Sultana. That was, that was a great song, Nia Sultana. Okay, yeah. I'm telling you, new new. I'm telling y'all, man. A lot of y'all didn't know that that shit was out there. Now you know. So <laughs> the ADU sleeper playlist is here. Um, <clears throat> besides that, bro, Erica, I think you missed a scoop ball moment. We already went on Jada. And if you haven't uh, 
occurred. One of the biggest releases in hip hop occurred this week. Oh gosh. So again, your favorite fat boys. I hope you can get your camera straight. We love to talk camera to and audio and everything. Pull it in. See, see you at this point here. When you get to this point, we should be able to see you. Yeah. If you hear us, excuse me. Check your settings and make sure you hit the camera. Yeah. We should be able to see you at this point. But we're gonna keep rocking and hopefully we can get this You did miss Jada. Sorry, you missed Jada. Chess, you missed Jada, Erica. Oh, you know, K didn't really want me to put my foot on her neck like that. Nah, you gave too much time in that. Gave it too much time. So look, man, before we go into the deep dive, before we go any further, she don't love Will Tupac can't defend himself. So stop dragging the storyline. Let him rest in I couldn't say it better myself. Let him rest in peace. <laughs> like, drag her. Drag her. We, you can see yourselves on the screen, but we can't see you. But we can't. Oh, no. Let me try to put you in. Uh, see if your audio is working. See if we can get your audio. We'll leave you on. But when we, if you start talking <laughs> to me, we'll, we'll pull it up. So, um, but yeah. So, well, worst case, text the number. Yeah, text the number 301-857-1757. That'll send the link. Yeah, we can pull you in that way too. Pull it up that way. But look, man. <clears throat> You want to go into this whole rap thing, bro? Why not, man? Because yeah. you know, I know, I know uh, your favorite fat boys want to talk some sports. Eric is a big Drake fan, and oh, that's we're right. talking about the big release in hip hop. We talking about for the dogs, man. Are you a dog? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> but as the fellow Virgo, I just want to say, be quiet on behalf of the other Virgo. She's talking. <laughs> She's talking now. <laughs> Offset. That's funny. So, your boy Drizzy dropped for right. the dogs. Now I don't know who the dogs are. I don't. He said, "Oh, for uh, the dogs." And see, that's the thing. I want everybody to know that yes, I started out rocking with Drake. I have no hate in my body for Drake. Drake's one of the most talented artists on the planet. I can't put him in my top five best rappers, but that's a different conversation. We talking about the album. We're talking about the album, just the album. So it made me think. It took me to a place, K Dizzle. <laughs> this is the first. This, follow, follow, follow. I know he's so wonderful, Erica. I know. I'm not going to bash him, but here we, here we are. What other rapper can you think of that's had a career long enough to probably have the same or more amount of fans after? Like the second half of their career. And I don't even know if you can put a line and say where his half is, but he's been running the game now for like over 10 years. But this guy, because some of our rappers, just like just like Tupac, rest in peace, didn't have long enough runs to show. This guy has absolutely taken our kids and our little sisters and little brothers and turned them into his fans. And they're even bigger fans than we were. When he dropped, gotta give him a round of applause for that. Okay. Because I thought I was a dog. I thought this album was for me, Erica. Bruh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and maybe I'm maybe I'm sounding fanned out or, or corny because I thought the album was for me. Mm. <laughs> because when I heard for the dogs, I saw oh Drake know what we've been looking for, K Dizzle. And I'm gonna be quiet and let you go, K, because I know you're gonna break it down. I'm not gonna break it down. 
I'm all right. That. I'm going to be real simple to play. Bro, all right. Well, then look. Here's, here's, go ahead. You want to break it down. Go ahead break it down. Bro. No, I'm going to pass it to you because I'm going I'm to break it down. Look, I tried to listen to this album. I did. I did my best. I tried my hardest <laughs> to this album. I tried on four, four, four separate occasions because Drake is always, he's always morphed into this, this hip hop guy that wanted to do R and B. And so all of his songs he likes singing on. And so I think like, like Joe button and like everybody else, we were expecting a certain type of Drake to come, come to, uh, come to a hope in this whole new album. Um, right. Everybody thought exactly brick. Uh, BC. Everybody thought he was going to come with the bars. He was going to come with some. Because everybody who has been around that we consider, you know, top MCs that have dropped albums have come with those bars. You got Cole. You got everybody else who's who's doing anything. Hold right. that. Hold that name right there, so, Cole. So we. So we have. We're under the assumption of of a certain expectation. So when he drops this album, that's dedicated to, I'll just say the tweeners. Um, or a younger audience, the people that know him from when he first started, it's like, okay, all right, this album wasn't for me, and they were kind of disappointed. You know, the the album has how many tracks on it? Twenty three. Got twenty three tracks on it, and you know, there's maybe two on there that the older audience will go be like, yeah, that, yeah, I'm, I fucks with that. Um, but. The rest of them are like, yeah, that's not for me. That's not for me. See, now we see camera action. That's the biggest issue with that. And so um, let me bring my man in. There it is. There it is. We got to use yours. Yeah, we got to use somebody. Cole was on this shit. Right. (laughs) Cole was on this shit. Ladies and gentlemen, Uh, the fat boys after all the technical difficulties we got it we can see two we can see three or four eyeballs in there what's up fellas can you hear us okay yeah you hear us yeah absolutely absolutely man look oh finally <laughs> we're talking about drake the drake for all the dogs with the uh demonic uh, what are your thoughts on this crazy album a lot of old folks having a hard, hard time grasping, and the younger folks are cool. What do you say? <laughs> Other than your finger. <laughs> I'm not a Drake fan. Okay. But I've listened to some songs on this album. If Mediocre made an album, that's what this was. <laughs> mediocre. Oh. Yo. <laughs> this, listening to this felt like this was a label obligation that he had to do this album. Mm. And it was 23 tracks, and ain't nobody got two hours to listen to Drake wine. <laughs> now, Stevens, with that being said, who are you a fan of so we can have an idea what you rock with? That was a while, bro. I mean, most of the people I rock with are probably more old school now, but I listen okay. to newer school. I listen to Hobson, I listen to J. Cole, okay. I listen to Eminem, okay. you know, Buster Rhymes, Black Thought, oh, a so lot of lyrical people. Lyrical shit. Okay. Lyrical people. You're lyrical, so now we got a basis of where you framing your framing your uh symposium. <laughs> no, but that's the truth of the matter because a lot of people that wanted to hear this were like, well, like we said, we're expecting bars, we're expecting you know lyr- lyricism. Well, what he did, what he did with the title and the build up with it, and some of the tracks that he put out before the album dropped, he kind of tapped us on our shoulder and was like, Y'all still here? 
Yeah. And the dogs was like, yeah, we still here. And he was like, all right, this one's for y'all. And then the dogs was like, all right, drop that shit. And then he dropped that shit. And then I was like, this ain't for the dogs, bro. That shit back. It's not for me because when I came, when I heard Drake first come out, he would have the harmonies, he would have the songs he would sing, but he would spit. He would have those tracks where he would rap for about a good four or five minutes, no hook. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And we don't have that here, man. So we don't have no, we don't have no fuck pushy T. We don't have no clapping back. It's still singing to the shorties. So let me ask this honest question. If we were to take the title of the album away and gave it something else, do you think it probably would have did? It would have went over a lot better. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say quickly and then let uh, your favorite Fat Boys go. I think this was a collection of tracks. I don't think this was an album. <laughs> I think this was still closer to a playlist. I don't think I agree with Steve, and I think he was he was making his commitment to drop an album. I don't. When I listen to the album, it it doesn't sonically go together. It's got great music on it. Like you can go through there and find good songs to play at certain parties or certain functions or certain themes, but. Like you said, take the name away. It's a formidable album. Take the name away. It's not in his top five. Take take the name away, y'all. Do you think it? Do you think it probably would have did? It would have went over better. Yeah, I think if you take the name, change the name, because for all the dogs, I'm thinking it's going to be more aggressive. <laughs> um, I think it's I, all for all the dogs. I think it'll be like towards somebody in particular, or group people in particular. It could be shots at uh um at Pusha T, right. Kanye. Uh, uh, young M- NBA young boy. It could be shots at some some other people that he probably got some problems with. But yeah, this to me was it was a little. It's just a little underwhelmed. It was just like you know, twenty three songs is a lot, and nothing really stands out to me as okay. This is this is a hard song, other than ADM and Charlotte, and then J Cole's verse. Yeah. Now, before you get into the, I want us to roll out the J Cole track and talk about that specific. Did okay. we all? Did we all hear that track? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, what do you guys, Katers? What do you think about that track specifically? So, so Cole, so Cole killed it. I don't, you know, I, Cole killed the track. He he always going to do what he do on it. I think that was if you're talking about because we after we all just agreed that for all the dogs led everybody to assume that this was going to be a specific type of album. It just misleaded everybody. The one ADM Charlotte is the only one that gave everybody like hope to say, okay, you're going through it because it on that one, ADM and Charlotte, what number was that? ADM and Charlotte was like 10. No, early on. Hold on. It was first person shooter, right? First person shooter is a J. Cole song. Okay. And I'm gonna call it the J. Cole song. Okay. <laughs> it would have been an even better song if Drake wasn't on it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the only one that gives you hope of that this was a possibility it could be the album that you were expecting, but it wasn't. Um what concern what Crash says, Cash says what concern is how this man's still getting played by the 25 and younger. What you gotta understand is that everybody 25 and younger grew up with Drake being their Biggie being their Tupac being their eras are hip hop artists who was hot at the time that they grew up listening to. So that's why you got to take consideration. They grew up with them. So track 17 was 8 a.m. in Charlotte. 
sweet baby Jesus. If you right. take if you take all his if you take all his tracks that he named them a time and a location, mm-hmm. like eight a.m. in Charlotte, three a.m. in Toronto, all them all them shits crank, mm-hmm. and he knows that yeah. that's like his theme. You bring J Cole on your album, right, Ron? Right, Steve, and you put him on first person shooter. And you put him on an album where there's no other lyricists on it. You got Yeet. You're featuring Yeet, Y-E-A-T. You got 21 Savage. And you got Chief Keef. You got Chief Keef, Lil Yachty, Sexy Red. So you have a collection of people on your album that you're not trying to win Best Rapper with any of them. So this album's really telling you what he's trying to do. He's trying to cater to the youth. You know, anytime you got these other people collectively on here, now, J. Cole came and did what J. Cole does. I'm feeling like Drake bowed out on that track. I don't know what y'all think. I think he didn't even try. Yeah, no, nah, Drake definitely like took a step back. I think he's a lot of, he definitely has a lot of respect for J. Cole. He said it over the years. And Drake does pay a lot of um he paid homage to other artists that he is fond of. Um, but he definitely took a step back with Cole and Cole. I think he whenever he got that record, he did that maybe in a day or two. Um, so he didn't put a lot of effort in that. He didn't need to, but Drake, he, I think it would have been in, in the, in the, the spirit of rap if he had stepped up and just like gave him a good 16, you know, just in just the spirit of rap, but he, he just did what Drake does. He harmonized, he plays around on the beat and then he just left. The cardinal rule is you do not let the feature artist body you on your own track. Well, he didn't get that memo. <laughs> and, and let me ask you a question. Did, does Drake, is Drake thinking that way in that in that track with J. Cole? Does, is he thinking about that? Do you think he's thinking about that? Oh, I, obviously not, because he barely had a verse on that track. Well, does he cares? I guess I guess a better question. I think he I think he cares to like not give exactly the audience what they want. I think the, the fans have been clamoring for him to reconnect with J. Cole since the, fir- the first time they did what what on Take Care. My or, favorite track that they oh, did. Oh no, I'm sorry. J, J, um, Drake was featured on J. Cole's album. My favorite oh, track they did was that Hit It in the Morning track. Yeah. So that, that was on J. Cole's joint. So I think the fans have been wanting, you know, them to reconnect. And that's been like almost oh, that's well over 10 years now. So to give us at least something was better than nothing. But the thing about it though, Cole has been on a run, unlike any other for like the past two going three years now. So he's been doing feature feature the feature killing it. And we 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 didn't expect they made less from him, you know, at he's got at we just at he just got off the feature version that with with Lil Yachty. Okay, you talk about Lil Yachty like what do you think about that? Do you think that's a good idea to be keeping like Yachty in your circle at this point in your career? Like, is he helping Drake stick to the youth? Like, I didn't think we didn't old, think, so we can't be the youth. <laughs> right. So I'm asking the question: Like, does Little Yachty help him with that? I think I think Little Yachty gave him an ear that he's too old. And he's not that old. He's he's like a year younger than us. I think Little Yachty gave him an ear to see what like what you know what the sound is going to. So I think yeah, it would help him in that perspective. But if we the four of us, I don't think we're not listening to Yachty's music. We're not listening to Sussy Ray, we're not listening to Lil Yachty, we're not listening to Chief Keith. Absolutely not. So is Drake turning his back on us now? No, because 
some some some, some like like couldn't be because the ADM in Charlotte is still gonna pull you in. The thing about it though is we don't buy albums. Young people do. No, they're not buying albums. They're doing streams. But, it, but it, they're streaming it way more than we do. We work it. And Steven, and they're going to the shows because my little sister is 23. And when she told me she was going to the Philly Drake show, like she drove out of state and went to the Philly Drake show, it took a while to register because I work so much. I'm like, she's going to go see an artist that I went to go see 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the... Crazy. Bandicoot said, like, you got to tip your hat and give that man credit, man, because I have never seen nothing like it. Maybe Beyonce, you know, even Jay-Z right now has a lot of haters, like a lot of this young wave. They do not look up to Jay-Z. They always talk shit like, well, who who drives around listening to Jay-Z? And I'm like, that's blasphemous because Jay-Z is a goat to me. You know what I'm saying? But this whole new wave does not care about who's the best rapper. They want to hear the best track on TikTok that they can dance to. And I think that's what it's going to. It's definitely geared towards that because um, I was telling stuff on the other day that um, they're coming out with a separate chart for TikTok, like Billboard, Hot 100. Media um, streams, yeah. Rap. TikTok's coming with their own Billboard now for social media. Groups, yeah. So it's, it's definitely geared towards that, that trend of what you know what's just popping right now. Like, not, you know, and it's just... And, Songs on TikTok, I don't know how they, I don't know how long they live, but they live for the moment where you can continue to make content off that song as long as popular, and then you move on to the next one that fits that that popular that popular content at the moment. Well, what does it do? You know, most of the TikTok trendy songs are repetitive, right? You can put them on a loop; they're about a minute long, and that means you're not going to be listening to lyrics. It's going to be a chant and a beat. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Because you got artists now that are just making songs for TikTok. They they make they're making the songs going to pop and bubble on oh, yeah. TikTok because they know they don't get that rotation play right. of people creating that creating to that same song. Now let me ask you guys this question. Do you think I wish we had Drake? Do you think Drake puts himself in the category of one of the best rappers in his heart? I'll let you go. I'll let you go first. In his heart, <laughs> let's let's pretend to be Drake. Do you think he really in his heart and in his mind? Is competitive to a J. Cole, to a Pusha T. Does he think his pen is in that category? If, if well, go ahead. I mean, if we're only basing it off of album sales, then you got sure. But as far as we talking lyrical ability, I hope not. Okay. Well, he's going to. I think he's going to, without a doubt. In his in his in his inner thoughts, he thinks he's one of the best rappers alive. Uh, yeah. He's, 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 he, he should absolutely do I mean, that. As an MC, you're supposed to. As an MC, regardless of Quinn Miller, uh, regardless of everybody else who, who, made a, yeah. who may have played a role in it, because he himself has had so much success and such, such a strong amount of success, you know, it's hard to put him up against. He has to, when you compare him and his level of success in the timeline, in the decades, you have to give him it's just dudes as far as saying he's he's one of the top uh you know he was one of the not top producers or top top performers top hip hop artists let's yeah. let's go, let's go here let's go here so the, the chat's jumping right now um Shanae says i'm always in the mood for some anita baker Sade and the ozzy's right so that's interesting because drake's trying to give you that that rap version of you know that that's soul for r&b tony says his pen now nah, sells of course 
Rick City Grizz says Quentin made that man millions. So I, I want to go here real quick before we go back to sports. That was the um if you're reading it, if you're reading this now, it's too late album, right? Yeah. Well, so Quentin well. Miller was put out that he was writing on that project. At what point did Drake kind of not deliver for you where you wanted him to in his discography? I feel like I lose melanin when I hear J. Cole. That's fucked up. You but like me personally, I think right around right around that, right around that Scorpion, right around that uh if you're reading this is too late. Like once he started making that um that poppy, what was that song he came out with? Was uh, it Care, Care for Me or something? The, the little remake. I think I know what you're talking about. Let's let's not relate. Yeah, what you know talking about? But anyway, that's that's kind of for me where I think everything changed. I don't know about y'all. I mean, I, I there are songs I like of Drake's, but I, but there isn't a body of work done like yo. That's a classic. Like that's my favorite Drake album. I think. Close to it, maybe nothing was the same, but at the time it was the production of it. I went back and listened to it not too long ago, and I'm like, this, just this, the vibe of it doesn't not fit. I guess me as as a, as a older man now, but I think I don't think Scorpion's that bad. I think he got a lot of flat for that, but I think I think he did some of his best writing on Scorpion, or maybe his, his best production on Scorpion. Um. You know, as a songwriter, he he wrote them for some some other artists, and they they hits. Um, I just think, and I think his his core fan base, which is females who understood how vulnerable he was very early on in his career, they they, they they stuck with him, and he's gravitated towards them. And then when Rick, when Drake was actually rapping, it was like, oh, okay, he can spit, but we never got more of that. We got more of we just got. His his fan base with females kept growing larger and larger, and I think those fans surpass the hip hop hits. He he knows his fan base, so it's it's kind of like when LL would, would write, you know, would do love songs, love love ballad, rap ballads, in that same vein. Like, but everybody knows LL is still like a battle rapper to a certain extent, but he also had a good balance of catering to women. But you know, there was a time where he ran when Wayne was locked up. There was about a two-year hiatus where Young Money, Cash Money didn't have really anybody carrying a rapping torch beside Nicki Minaj. And I heard some of um, the Drake tracks off of Thank Me Later playing again in the club. I went out yesterday and I heard some old songs being played and it was nostalgic. It took me back to when I was out hearing Drake back then and I was like, this is the Drake that I like right here. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, and, and not to like go too long, but like, remember when he did that track with Wayne, Eminem, and Kanye? Yeah, they're talking about And they all had their verse, and everybody was like, who had the better verse? Like, Drake was rapping during those during those years, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not trying to say he was on that level, Steve. I'm not saying he was rapping like him, but he could carry he could carry his own with his pen. Like, I'm not going to sit there and say that man couldn't rap. Okay, so here's, here's what we're doing, right? And I'm going to draw a parallel. Because we say that we we're saying this stuff about Drake, we're living through it, we're watching through it, and the biggest thing comes from this critique of this album. We can all agree, and there's no way you can deny. We can say the same thing we're saying about Drake towards what we what we said about Kanye West, right? Because after a certain amount of time, Kanye West hit a certain pivot that was so far right that we were like, "Damn, that's not the Kanye West I was expecting. That's not the Kanye West I was looking for." That's not the Kanye West I wanted. Is that is that fair to say too? 
It's yeah. 100%. It's, no, no, but the only thing that I'm saying is, how much do you care? Like, I get you're selling shit. I get you're selling your records and everything. Right. But if you're that good of an artist and, and that good of a rapper, don't you care more about, like, about that conversation? Or you just don't really give a fuck? Drake don't give a fuck. He doing what he want to do. And I think it, right. he'll, he'll definitely go down in somebody's top ten. Oh. Like, if, if Billboard made or whoever, the, like, the the top uh, Wait. hip-hop uh, journalists, they may have listened to Drake. Drake going to be in there somewhere as a top ten. We can't. We can't tra- is where's he fall in that top ten? We can't try tra- like Barry Bonds for me. He got an asterisk on my list. Because there's, no way, there's no way we can have a real conversation with journalists with all the bullshit um, lists they be putting out over the past five years because most of the crap that they put out when they talk about lists and they talk about top 10 top 50 top 100 of all time they're merely there for clickbait they're merely there for oh, yeah. but so, I, I wouldn't trust like uh, well, you, everybody I, I, you trust is gone those type of people i would trust them to list again. Yeah, white, all white people in the offices now and that not nothing against my clear people what i'm saying is this you got to be deep, deep within the culture to be able to understand what we're talking about and be and lived and breathed hip hop, you know, you come with some real honest. But these new kids also, but these, but these new kids also say artists like Eminem is trash. So, so not to even go down that whole road because that's a whole nother conversation. But when I hear kids say shit like that, that's when I start getting upset because you got to have more gatekeepers of our hip hop and rap music and the culture. Because even though you can feel and say what you say about Eminem now, that boy was an animal. Yeah, absolutely. And, and now the problem is, though, we're letting these kids, like Kate Dizzle's always like, nah, let them live. You know, it's their time. But you can't allow them to just shit on our goats like that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, and I, I, I welcome a debate where someone would say, like, well, Eminem's not a good rapper, or Jay's not a good rapper, or they put out they put out trash music with us. Because I feel like if you're saying that Lil Uzi Burt, Lil Yachty, 21 Savage, um are better artists give me this give me their discography they can't just 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 this is just quality this is just quality those these younger artists are burnt out they didn't put out too much music in a five-year span alone there's this not quality where yeah. and jay-z had put out they put made they might have put out two albums in a five-year period but probably like at least the top uh the top album in your top 10. It, it, Here's here's what Cash Bandicoot makes a very valid point. You got to understand the state of hip hop and where it is. Yeah, he says a lot of kids aren't hardcore fans anymore. They're just casual TikTok fans when it comes to hip hop. Most of yeah. your fans right now are casual. They're not into into the grime and the grit or the lyricism of what hip hop is. They're really now into just the beat and the production of what it brings compared to what what it offers them. On that aspect, so it's not necessarily the lyrics. They find the lyrics secondary before they, and they find the beat primary, and that's just how it is. And it's just where hip hop as a culture is now. It's a it's a tough road to to kind of straddle because as we're talking and as we're listening, I'm listening to us, and we're like, we sound old as shit, and we we are definitely within a different mark of it, right? We definitely did a mark in a different era. The attention spans are shorter, 100%, because we can't put this discographies, uh, we can't parallel them, because we can never take a Nas, Nas album or even a Nas track compared to a Lil, Lil Yachty or a Lil <laughs> Vert track. 
because little Uzi Vert track is a minute and 59 seconds, and Nas track is four minutes and 33 seconds. And you need a thesaurus. And that's basically half their album. And, you know, so it's 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 really hard to discern or say, okay, because we started this whole conversation, we started about Drake. Drake did, I think, his fans, his loyal, long, older fans a disservice by naming this album for all the dogs. Yeah. We basically assumed that it was going to be a certain type of thing that we were wanting to hear and stuff that we were longing for. And he did exactly what he wanted to do. Hey, hey that, that fan, that fan that he named that title for was at work minding their business, you know, thinking about getting dinner for the kids and, and, and making sure wifey's good. And all of a sudden that person's like, like I said, for the dogs. Oh shit. People go ahead and stream this. You know what I'm saying? Now the, now the old people who used to be streaming got back in the mix. So that probably helped him hit his 400. But when let me ask y'all this question. When are y'all streaming music? On the ride to work. Exactly. And how many times can you replay it? Like we're not gonna sit there and just be replaying shit over and over and over like these kids do on TikTok. We'll play some shit on the way to work. You might hear about five or six tracks, and then that's it. You might play it on the way back home, hear the next five or six tracks, and be like, man, this shit is not where it is. Everybody, like I always say, everybody sells drugs on their way to work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everybody. (laughs) Well, shit, I work from home, so (laughs) you you be be uh, working bad. You you can stream in the background. (laughs) Stream in the background. Look, man, look, um, Drake, I think I think you you put together a decent album. The unfortunate part is you it it's you sold us you told us one thing and sold us another. And look, we're not we, your work of art is great. You make good music. It's just like I said, the expectations didn't meet the reality. I think if we had changed that, if we had, if it was something completely different, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Joe Budden wouldn't have went you know uh, left and everybody else for it. So look, man. I don't know what you call it now, and your whack ass art that you put on it. I don't know what to tell you. It's called my label obligation. Yeah, label obligation. Yeah, he's trying to be the only person that can do a versus against himself. Like he's gonna get to a point to where the old Drake can do a versus against the new Drake. <laughs> Yeezy can do that too. The old Yeezy versus yeah. the new Yeezy. Uh, Kanye definitely can do one with it. You know, with his uh, personality splits. But look, man, we didn't spit. We had a topic we were going to talk about. We had a whole topic we were going to talk about. We were with the whole show without even getting into a deep topic. Another time, but let me ask you this: since since um, we talked about it a little bit, and um, it, it, was, it was prevalent this week um, on social media, uh, oyster lady and cheesecake lady. You know what I'm talking about? No, he said what? Oyster order 48 oysters went on the date. No. <laughs> Y'all ain't see that? Okay, so no, but I do know about cheesecake lady. Okay. okay. So, so oyster lady was is a is a lady um went on a date with a young man who she did not care for. She was not really interested in. But her, her perspective was he kept nagging her. So she finally went on a date. They went to this uh this restaurant that had a happy hour special for oysters, um, $15 for one dozen. She ordered four trays of oysters. And then she ordered an entree on top of that as well. And then three drinks. He asked her to go out for drinks. But she ordered food, several items of food. 
And then he went to the bathroom and left her there with a with a $200 bill. She later Ooh. called him out saying that, you know, he the broke ass nigga because he left her with the bill. Ooh. But she ordered four trays of four dozen oysters, um, an entree, and then several drinks. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's a whole lot of hoopla on social media about like, mm. you, you know, you go out for drinks, you go out for drinks. You don't go out for, you know, a whole lot of food and things like that. But on top of that, she's recording this the whole time. Times, you know, there she's eating. She recorded on her for her TikTok and that thing. She because she's doing this for content, for content. And she says that in her video, "I'm going out to eat for content. I'm not really interested in him." But but she but, the, but she's upset because he, she got left. He, but they met there. They didn't come together. They met there, and he just left her with the bill. Well, she ordered the shit. I mean, <laughs> good for him. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> like a cash bandicoot say with her dusty ass. <laughs> well, my, my question to y'all is that have y'all have y'all been on a date where or a, a, a meeting of some sort and the female ordered way more food than you were expecting? Or was it like was it was it a turnoff in the sense where she ordered too much food? Or something or something in particular, like, damn little lady, you should be got appetite. Hell no, nah, I don't associate myself with that. Me neither. I don't deal with, I don't date trash. We don't we don't we don't go down that road. You know my rule. That right side of the menu, if you ain't putting out, you better look at the left side. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you gotta read the room, I think. Yeah, you gotta you, know, you gotta read the room and, and show your dater who you are with some respect because if they're not going ham, you definitely don't wanna start. You know, picking on the right side of the menu, like Steven said. You know, let them go on, a, let them dabble on the right side first, and then you might want to go ahead and follow suit. But um, yeah, I don't left for dusty ass too, Cash Bandicoot. I ain't got time to be out here buying all these uh lobsters and, and and oysters. And and let's 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 talk about the cheesecake, cheesecake lady, right? Oh, I saw that. Now now I remember the cheesecake lady. Cheesecake. Okay, so the cheesecake lady. Basically, what happens is young guy, you know, look look a hardworking guy finally gets to take this lady out. She says yes, mm-hmm. and then they get to the restaurant, and she has the balls to get to the restaurant, pull out her phone because it's the cheesecake factory. Say that instead of saying no, I don't want to go here, take me somewhere else. She pulls her phone out to try to humiliate this man for taking her to the cheesecake factory. Painful, painful. Right. And so, Slim, let me. You knew when I knew she was a bird. I knew she was a bird when I saw her spaghetti strap. When I saw her spaghetti strap and her lipstick, and the clash between her turquoise ass spaghetti strap and that orangey red lipstick, I said, "Oh no!" Yeah. And then she she locked the door and like sat in his passenger seat and tried to put him on camera. That was disrespectful. Well, see, it's a backstory to that. She was dressed up. For a different restaurant, I think it was more glamorous or, or more high. <laughs> so she she missed they missed the reservation because she was running late. So oh, well that's the whole thing. Exactly. So, so he's like, well, well, we can go here because this is closer and this is open. We missed the reservation, so we can't just pop up there, you know, unless you want to be waiting for however long. He said, what is, what is, what is, what is, he said, what is wrong with cheesecake? You don't like the cheesecake? <laughs> <laughs> you don't hey, like it. Man, cheesecake is pretty upscale of where I come from. He can talk about it. She recorded him. He said, I'm "No, we can talk about it." Thank you very much. <laughs> if so, you want to talk about it to the to the people, we can talk about it. So, so basically, they were supposed to go to another restaurant, 
they were late getting there. And so yeah. they had to make another decision. And he made the decision of Cheesecake Factory, and she didn't know until he got there. That's that's the only way I can understand that this goes down. Yeah. So so there's two fouls on the play. One, he didn't consult with her before he decided to take his ass, use MapQuest to go to the nearest cheesecake. Not MapQuest. <laughs> she uh, she didn't need to do what she did and try to put this cat on blast. No, because it wasn't blatant. It was, it, was, it was definitely an option like, hey, we can go ahead because it's closer. It probably was open right now. You don't know this man probably had to go to work maybe overnight. Who knows? Damn, man. We're going to the mall. We're going to hit the Panda Express. Times <laughs> have changed because I took a young lady out of the Cheesecake Factory probably like 12 years ago. And she looked at me. She was from out of town. She was from Illinois. And she looked at me in my eyes and she said, this is the nicest place I've ever been taken What's to. Going to Illinois, Illinois. And, I, and, I started like, and I was like, yes, because I had no idea she was going to take it this way. And it was like the lighting was perfect, and she looked me in my eyes, and she said, "This is the nicest." And I see. Don't put Illinois on blast like. <laughs> she was. From, she was from. I'm not gonna say her name, but she was from Quincy, Illinois. The thought. I never heard, of Quincy. I never heard of Quincy, so I guess. So so. Now everybody gonna Google Quincy, Illinois. The thought. <laughs> is, she didn't have to carry it like that. She and went hard, Erica. Moral of the story: She did not have to carry it like that. She knew this man tried hard. They were supposed to go one place. They went another. And that just goes to show that she didn't give two shits about them at, at the end. Well, of what's up with the whole, what's up with the social media? Like, no, aspect? why you got to embarrass me, though? Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. Because it's like, why, if, if you if you didn't want to go there, say you didn't want to go there, then I could get something out. That's the age we live in. It's about clicks and likes. We know that. Yeah, true. But, I'm just, true. but to me, it's like, you, you don't have to go that route. If you don't like, if you have a, a beef or cheesecake factory or any restaurant, and we ain't got to go there. If I bring it up, okay, there's other places we can go. But I think, it, like, 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 stop on just say it's just it's the clips and likes. You want to do this so you get your your TikToks up, your Instagram, your Instagram, your Instagram views up. You and, and to embarrass somebody really quickly is more is going to garner more attention than say the man brought her some roses to cheesecake. <laughs> That's that's going to you know the, the negativity is going to be more attractive than, her, than him doing something positive and affectionate. Look, mission accomplished. The problem, <laughs> the problem with that is now you got to own everything that comes after that because they know you you are you are doing some um, tasteless. You're doing some tasteless posting. No. You're embarrassing somebody on purpose for the sake of going viral, and people don't like that at the end of the day. And your your 15 minutes ain't going to last that long. So exactly. it was just one of those things where you shake your head and you go, you know what? Um, I'm not even going to give you the attention that you that you that you're craving. I'm gonna let the internet do its thing. We talking about it, but we but the first thing like the first thing have did was hold on, let me check. You see what she had on all that? Because that's what the internet gonna do. They're gonna go and burn you to the ground when you go embarrass somebody for absolutely no reason because that's a that's an adult conversation that you have. Before you, right when you pull up to that restaurant, and that's just further lets me know she belonged to the streets, yeah, bird, and, and everything else that everybody said in the chat. So, um, you just gotta be, you gotta be smart with what that mean you is big as shit, but it's not gross. How you do? Don't it's not gross. They just got a vast menu. And they don't specialize in anything as far as food. 
except for cheesecake. I mean, you go there for the cheesecake. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, well. That's the only place where you can get a Salisbury steak but, and, a, and a lobster on the same menu. Now we ain't never getting no sponsorship from you. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell with y'all. Look. We they sit you right next to other people and shit. You be all next to people. Look, just so you know, I like Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory and the owners, partners, or whoever owned it. I know it's a restaurant chain group. So <laughs> Look at this man trying to do a plug. Yeah. <laughs> trying to quit my job, amen? <laughs> look, don't play with me. But look, we'll talk, man. We'll talk. Between the Cheesecake Lady, the Oyster Lady, both of them both of them bras deserve it. Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, you're a terrible human. Okay. <laughs> we, 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 we can chime on that real quick. So we, we, we was had some technical difficulties during oh, the day. Go ahead. I, I just think that because her book is out, she's just begging for straws and she's trying to you know, garner any attention for her book. And I wouldn't be surprised if Red Table Talk came back out somewhere else. So this is going to generate more buzz for her to, for her to uh, you know, start to uh, promo whatever she got going on after the book. Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith, you know what? You're a terrible human in that moment. Let me say that because everybody is redeemable. Uh, I, th- I don't think it was the right thing to do because you, whenever you do that stuff, you just continue to emasculate Will Smith and make him look, make him look, uh, just make him look bad. And if you people who you who you genuinely love, be okay with it. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> got finished. And, and, and Drake. You could have did better on the damn album name, bro. Because we yeah. talked about it. Because for all the dogs, you just you just bamboozled us. He loved he, he like, a lot of dogs. That shit, that shit should have been called for all the Jadas. <laughs> and, and, and she's a dog. She's the number one dog, and she needs to let that man Tupac Shakur rest in peace, man. Yeah, alopecia. Yeah, did you know she told a story about Tupac's alopecia? Don't nobody. Nobody has room for any story like that. Jay. Look, y'all digging deep on it. Y'all, 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 y'all Drake favorite restaurant was cheesecake. Yeah, it was cheesecake factory. It's probably, it's probably cheesecake. Y'all yelling me a cheesecake. You know that's my yeah, man. Hey, look, look, ladies and gentlemen. I know we got you guys in late. I just clicked the link to your favorite fat boys. I right, we appreciate. We finally got you in. We might have to do another one because of all the technical difficulties. But look. Uh, Absolutely. The link for you to where y'all can find for, for where you can find them, guys. Tell them where else you guys are available. Where we can find you too. So we on YouTube, we on SoundCloud, we on Spotify, we on Google Podcasts, and we on Apple Podcasts. We everywhere. We everywhere. And where your mama there and your daddy there. Exactly. Tell them where they can find you, my guy. Hey, man, Half Streams Media is where I'm at right now. I'm jumping over there. Please check out the Climbback series. We've got more episodes coming. Um, I know I got some other content coming as well. Half Streams Media on YouTube. I'm on Instagram, Twitch, and all that good stuff. And I know K Dizzle DC is jumping with 14th ENT. What's good, K Dizzle? Hey, 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 hey. We got 21 subs. Go check out the YouTube page, man. K Dizzle DC everywhere. Um, you can find us more importantly, ADU podcast. You can find us here. You can find us Facebook. You can find us on all your streaming platforms, Spotify, uh, audible, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are there. Look us up, tell a friend. The only way we make good content and we continue to make content is through all of you guys listening, coming in and checking us out. We appreciate and we love each and every one of you. We did do this one because we missed the last one on, um, 
on uh, last week. So you'll catch us again on a second shot for this week coming up. I'm going to pull you guys out, fat boys. And look, tell them how we going out, my guy. How we going out? You in the street. Hey, man, look. We love you, man. You know, and uh, I picked up something from Chappelle. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say any of the jokes and and ruin the surprise, but he had a great quote. And I'm probably going to get it wrong because I was a little bit tipsy. (laughs) But he said, um, you know, we all have dreams, Mm -hmm. right? And sometimes other people are a part of your dream. And, you know, this is my dream. This this podcast space and this media space is something that I really enjoy. I know I get along with you, you know, great KDOs. We've been doing a, a nice run of this for about two years. So everybody that joins us in the chat, you know, you guys are a part of my dream. So I appreciate you. And just stick with us, man, because we got a lot of shit coming. That's shot. Yeah. We'll see you next week. You know, you know. And I know. We go all in, 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 we go all